Friday, the 13th, part two. The body count continues. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. The day you count on for terror is not over. 23. Friday, the 13th, part two. From Paramount Pictures, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Hi, everybody. Damien Leone, writer-director of Terrifier. Chris and Chris said, go fuck yourself. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. I probably shouldn't be asking this given my fluctuating social standing, but why us? Two seats opened up. Chris Flanagan got sent to military school for kissing his stepsister, and Alec Ames is awaiting trial for the victimless crime of armed assault. He succeeded. He was successful in just using his mouth to get the man off. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich, and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Chris. Hey, everybody. I'm also Chris. You're a goddamn genius! And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB Podcast. Smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. number this is i used to look it up beforehand but i can't be bothered anymore um i'm guessing i'm guessing give me like 30 seconds all right i got a number here that it shows but i think it's wrong because i know that episodes don't count but oh yeah we've had some special episodes and stuff yeah so like the numbering is off because on the account it shows that this would be episode 221 but I know that doesn't really count, so I don't know. Um, episode two twenty ish, uh, and I'm not gonna be bothered to count it because I just don't. It's season two, episode forty six. I know that one. Look at that. Remember, remember way back when we were like, "Man, it's season two, episode one." Season two, episode two, and we was like a big joke that you know season two was only like two episodes, and now this is episode forty six. Well, I mean, I think season one had. Like let a, me go back and look at this. Like one hundred and sixty episodes. Yeah, it had like, a lot. Yeah, it had a lot. <laughs> uh, 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. Because season one went from January of 2020 to January of 2023. Yeah, one long season. One giant season. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you know what that means? If, if we're in the 40s, we're in the, the mid to upper 40s now, that means that season three is is looming upon us. It is. It's right around the corner. It is. Uh, I, we haven't decided. I don't think we know when our last week is going to be. But uh, I know we only have like a few left. Uh, yeah, especially because we, we uh, we're doing a special episode next week. Next week is best of, uh, but it's one that probably a lot. I know. See, people get like people get uptight and antsy when we say that there's going to be a best of episode, um, and I don't know why. Because uh, you know, a, a lot of these, I'm going to go ahead and say like the ones that I pick for the best of. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that are like most people haven't heard them or if they have heard them, it's been so long and they only heard them once. And now it's it, like and they've been away for like four or five, six years. And like they've been in the vault and they haven't been like out available for everybody to listen to in a long, long time. So it will it'll be like a new episode to you. It'll be new to you uh even though it won't be a true all new episode, but it will feel like it. So you know, I I I think that's okay. Um Yeah. It's not and if we like, want to take if we want to take some time off and you want to complain about it, you know, go fuck yourself. Hi, everybody. Damien Leone, writer-director of <laughs> Terrifier. Chris and Chris said, go fuck yourself. It's true. Absolutely. Damian yeah, I, You has, know, has at some head. point I might get sick of it, but this week no. is not that week. No, it, that that is going to survive to season three. I hate to tell everybody. Oh, God, yeah. That that is going to survive to season three. There's going to be a lot uh, that will survive to season three, but there's going to be a lot that will go away, but there's going to be a lot. Uh, so you know, like the last episode that we have, I'm going to be firing all these sounds for what will probably be the last. <laughs> There's going to be a ton of them that it's going to be for the last time that we're going to hear them. So uh, you know, it's going to be great. So uh, see, I get to come back for season three, though, right? Yeah, of course, sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Like why would you even ask that, silly? Please, <laughs> silly boy. Why would you even ask that question? You're you're writing up the uh the the termination letter right now, aren't you? <laughs> Wouldn't it what what would what what would happen if the, the, the crazy twist was that you were coming back for season three but I wasn't? Shit. <laughs> Didn't think about that one, did ya? Well, uh, please no. <laughs> <laughs> That's the twist. We're going to end season two on a cliffhanger. Sorry, I started eating. I don't know why. It just felt right. Uh, we're going to end season two on a cliffhanger where, like, it's going to be like an audio drama where like somebody breaks into the studio and like 
I don't know, beats the hell out of us. I don't know. It's going to be fake, but like we're going to act like it. And it's going to be like, who survives to season three? I don't know. And then we're both just here in January, like yeah. nothing changed. Yep. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't I have no idea what you're talking about. Just like rejoin. Yeah, it's going to be great. Like a who shot JR situation. Yeah. yeah, it'll be like who shot Mr. Burns, but we'll both be, you know, like Mr. Burns, we'll still be alive. It didn't say who killed Mr. Burns. It's just who shot him. So, uh, yeah, someone will break into the studio and shoot us, even though we're in two different spots. Uh, so it makes no logistical or logical sense whatsoever. Uh, and that'll be that. And, you know, here's uh, there'll be a cliffhanger. And it will just end. It'll end with like 60 seconds of just silence. And then the episode will just end <laughs> and somehow get posted with no no lot no no reason or or like explanation of how it got uploaded to the website and then published across all the socials to promote it uh and i'll be on the radio the next day like nothing ever happened but we're gonna pretend in universe like something real bad happened and then we'll both just come back and it'll be fine yeah i'm in for this and then uh you know it's just gonna be yeah, the show's just gonna roll on like nothing ever nothing ever happened. It's gonna be great. It's weird. Um, so the new um uh there I was going to offer to do a uh a drink review because uh on November the fifth, uh Mountain Dew put back out two different versions of the gamer the game fuel. Yeah, uh, the citrus cherry and which I'm literally no joke drinking right now. Uh, and then they have another one. Uh, the citrus cherry is the one that I've found. Um, well, I found them both, but I only bought the citrus cherry. It's really, really good. They've put it out before. Uh, it's fantastic. Uh... I would rate it really high. But since I've already had it a bunch, I already know what it tastes like. and I know I already like it. So I figured it wouldn't be fair. I've never had the other one, so when I go and buy the other one, I'll do that one. Uh, and I thought that okay, was a good compromise because I would give this one a really, really high score because it's really good. Um, but I felt like that was cheating. So anybody that's been, because people have been asking, you know, if I'm going to do a uh, a um, uh, gut reaction to the Mountain Dew Game Fuel, and I was like, I feel like half. I will, but half I won't because yeah, the citrus cherry is amazing. Maybe? Uh, but the there's a purple one, but I can't remember what it's called. But because I've never had it, um, but the yeah, the red one is really really good. I've I've got a can in my hand. I had it with dinner tonight. Nice. It goes very well with air fryer pork chops, by the way. If you're keeping score at home, Omaha steaks. Okay makes a really great bacon-wrapped uh, pork chop that fry that cooks up really well in the air fryer, and it goes it pairs well with a uh, 2023, vintage 2023 Mountain Dew Game Fuel Citrus Cherry. It's great, great. But does, but does it pair well with scallops and redfish? Uh, you joke, but uh, the, the side was, uh, was uh, scallop potatoes, so... 
course it was. Um, of course it was. Because because Omaha Steaks makes those too. My mom, my mom goes all out and every um every holiday, like every big holiday, um she sends uh her boy some uh a an Omaha Steaks package and let me tell you those are everything in there is fan- is fantastic and it's not even a uh uh, not even a spot. Like they're not. Uh... No plugs. No plugs. No plugs for La Bamba. So, um, th- you remember when like every fucking podcast was sponsored by Omaha Steaks? Yeah, and now all of them are uh, either BetterHelp, which is such a scam, or uh, yeah. Manscaped or uh, Blue Chew are like the three. The the three back in the day were Omaha Steaks, Casper Mattresses, and yep. Hulu. Yeah. That's true. No, I, I found these. Um, I don't know how you feel about the uh, the cowtails candy. Um, they have bags of them at the Dollar Tree. And uh, that's what I'm snacking on for this episode. I can't even. Going to be honest. Never had one. Oh, they're so good. It's It's just. It's uh, uh, chewy caramel with a cream center, and they're amazing. They have strawberry ones, too, but the Dollar dollar Tree doesn't have them. So uh, my fat ass can't even not eat candy for an hour. That's how bad a shape I'm in. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. Like, they were up here. I had I had some this afternoon for work. And uh, I left the bag up here by accident after work. And because I, I do the show in the same room where I work because, uh, you know, I work from home. And so, like, the, I, I go into the, uh, the office, as I call it, uh, which is like the movie room. And uh, so I had, I had my bag of cowtails up here this afternoon. I did a pretty good number on them, but there were still three or four left in the bag. And I was setting up and I looked over. I was like, yeah, I'm going to move those a little closer. And as the show was starting, I ripped one open and I was like, this is stupid because I'm about to put my face in front of a microphone and now I'm going to eat this. So I'm almost done now. So one more bite and it'll be over. But, uh, you know, it's just I can't help myself. I got I have I have a problem with um, uh, resisting the temptation of a snack I like near me. I'm just bad at it. I don't have a lot God, of willpower. There's a dirty joke there about us, but I can't fucking find the it's wording true. for it. Uh, by the way, next season we're renaming the show uh, Friends Who Peg, I guess. <laughs> Executive decision that I didn't run by you, but apparently it's a thing now. Friends with pegging. What about pegging with benefits? Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's even better. Yeah. That's even better. There we go. That's it. So join us for season three. Pegging with benefits. Um, the PWB podcast. That doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Nah, FWB just rolls a little that's too where, well. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. Um, I have a uh, I have a confession to make to you, by the way. These are my confessions. Um, this I is fucking my, hate Usher. I don't know why I did that. It's my taxi cab confession. Yeah, uh, that's my Usher. Uh, the only Usher song I like. And it's not even just him. It's, there's like 16 people on that song. That's why it's how it's so good. There's so many. Uh, Luda. So, oh, Luda, Lil John. Yeah, that's what's up. 
So every so often we do these things, and we haven't done it in a little while, and I felt like we were due because I have one this week of uh, nerd confessions. And if you're unfamiliar with, with the concept, it is where you and I are going to confess things that like that we're that we've been keeping that might call our nerddom into question oh god and i hate like i i think the 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 like i i kind of want to change the wording of that because like i think it's too chic now to be like i'm a nerd like you know everybody wants like it used to be like nobody wanted to be a nerd and now like everybody wants to be a nerd and like being a nerd about stuff is super cool which whatever um but so uh, i i have i do have something because i i used to be able to say this but now as of this week as of monday i can't say it anymore because on monday whatever date that was i'm going to look it up on the calendar the 13th monday the 13th of november 2023 i watched my very first harry potter movie wow i've never seen one up until now up until literally monday the 13th of november uh 2023 the year of our lord i finally watched harry potter and the sorcerer's stone started out with number one started out strong Man, what'd you think? I I'm the, gonna go ahead and be first, honest. First... I liked it a lot. Nice. I I really enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I was worried. Here's what's always stopped me, and you're gonna laugh because you're gonna be like, "This is the most me reason for not watching it." Like, if you could pick, if you could pick your top three reasons why I haven't watched Harry Potter up until now, what would they be? Let's do this exercise. Laziness, oversaturation, and uh, disinterest. Because I usually have like two or three really big complaints about movies, or there are there are very specific reasons why I don't watch some movies. Because here's the like years, years, years ago, it had to have been twenty. Sixteen, seventeen, somewhere there. They were all done. Like all, like the eight movies were done, right? Like all of them were done. And and it was it was a Black Friday where I worked at Walmart still. And oh, that wasn't twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. Then was it? Was it not? It felt like. It felt no, like because you, you were you were here over Thanksgiving in 2015 and 2016. Okay, so yeah, it would have had to have been before that then. I don't know the timeline, but there was one year, <laughs> there was a year where on Black Friday, all of the Harry Potter movies were on Blu-ray for $4 a piece. And I was like, well, shit, I can get the whole thing. I can get the whole franchise for like $35 after taxes. It'll be fine. I'll just, I'll, I will get them all 
and then I'll watch them and I'll work my way through them. And for the first like month and a half, they stayed in the shrink wrap. Then I finally opened them. Um, and then I was like, all right, here we go. Going to watch it. And it, I, I, there'd be like a random day off that I would have. And I would be like, all right, today can be Harry Potter day. All right. And I would pull the disc out. Like I'd pull the case out of the wall and I'd go to put it in. And I'm like, runtime, two hours and 20 minutes. And I'm like, eh, maybe tomorrow. And I put it back because I'm like, that's a long ass time to watch a movie. Like, eh, I don't know. It's a long time. It's a long time. It's a long run time. And so that that kind of became my excuse since then was, gosh, it's just a long-ass movie. Like, it's just really long for me to... Because you know, when a movie goes over an hour and a half, I start to get kind of antsy. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I just, I don't know if I can... I don't know if I can do this. Because there's going to be downtime, and, like, usually the downtime is, like, when when I'm starting to check out. So then it really makes me check out. And I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do this or not. And so finally... Finally, on Monday, I was like, you know what? I said, today is the day. And um, they're they're all streaming on Peacock. So pulled one up, pulled the first one up, started. And I will admit that uh, with about 45 minutes to go, I paused it because it was it was I went to go get lunch and came back. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I went to go eat. And then I came back and um, and r- resumed, but uh, no, it was it was it was really good. Uh, I really really enjoyed it. Uh, so I, it was fun. Uh, I, I was not annoyed at any of the child actors, which is usually a huge problem for me. Um, all of the children actors actually were really good, and. Um, I fell for it. Like they have the swerve in there that I fell for, uh, that I shouldn't have fallen for, but I did. Um, but so now I got to figure out when I'm going to, maybe this weekend I'll watch the second one and I'll just keep it rolling. Um, cause I got ways to go. <laughs> I've only watched one. So, um, but yeah, my, my nerd confession, uh, one of my uh, nerd confessions that now I can, because uh, it used to be that I've never seen a Harry Potter movie. Uh, that used to be like one of my things that I was, uh, that I used to like not tell anybody because I was afraid of being judged. Uh, but now that's not true anymore because I have seen one Harry Potter movie. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, I'll kind of wrap a couple video game ones into one. Um, sorry, my it may have just looked like my internet just blipped because something kind of froze. My you got me. You I got still me? got you. I still got you. All right, cool, cool, cool. I have never played a Mass Effect or Assassin's Creed game. Oh, um, Mass Effect just didn't really interest me. I know everyone on the fucking planet dick rides KOTOR and KOTOR 2, but I was just very mediocre on both of those. And then, um, so like when the Mass Effect series came out, I was kind of like, okay, we'll give this a shot. And then I just never got around to it. And then, um, 
like with Assassin's Creed, you know, I loved the old uh, Prince of Persia games. Yeah. Like really enjoyed those. Like even the weird cell shaded remaster or not like, you know, reboot requel thing they did. I was like super hyped on that. And then like Assassin's Creed came out and like I picked up the first one, never got around to playing it. And then like I was going to buy the second one. Then I was like, eh, nah, <laughs> like nah. And, you know, then it just became like one thing after the other about like the next thing was coming in the next one. And then like there was a point in time they were putting one of those out like every goddamn year. Yeah, it became a thing. They became like the saw of video games. Yeah. And then they were doing like spinoffs and like there's this whole like trilogy or quadrilogy just based around one character. And I was just like, at this point, it just seems too fucking daunting. So I just I, I didn't really care enough. And then now it seems like they're kind of going back and like doing some Prince of Persia stuff, because I think they announced a remaster for Sands of Time that I believe that. Yeah. I so. Um, yeah, I played the first Assassin's Creed and I enjoyed it for like the first two hours. And then when I realized that the entire game was just that same two hour block over and over and over again until you were done. Yeah, wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah, it was like the game takes eight hours to finish, but really it's four two-hour blocks that just repeat. Um, (laughs) That's like the best way that I can explain Assassin's Creed, the first one. It's like, hey, did you enjoy the first two hours of this game? Yeah, it was pretty great. All right, you're going to fucking hate it by the time you're done because it's literally that over and over and over and over and over again. It's um, the same goddamn thing. The um the one I think it was the third one, the um the one that takes place during the American Revolution mm-hmm. uh was fun just because that's one of my favorite points in history. Yeah. Um so like the novelty of it being it, it's not like that game is especially fantastic or like that it has these crazy great game mechanics like the series that i point to that has great games like that uncharted every game oh god yeah has like they they pick out mechanics that that can be improved dead space did the same thing for the first two and then after that we're not talking about it um but uh like they they took mechanics that were a little bit weaker and they improved them so that the next game plays so much better than the previous game before it without changing what worked so well in that previous game. And Assassin's Creed really just kind of like did the same thing over and over again, much like the games. So it wasn't like it was, you know, a technical Marvel or like was so much easier to play or anything like that. It just, the setting was fun. And I tried to play uh, Black Flag and it just, it it wasn't it for me. Uh, and then I just kind of stopped playing Assassin's Creed games. Um, so I can't tell you like anything about any of them. Uh, so I don't blame you on that one. Um, yeah. For Mass Effect, I played Mass Effect 2, uh, because I got into the Mass Effect. I got, uh, like I jumped on that train late because 
I, I, I did not get into any of that hype until I think the third one came out. And I was like, oh, maybe I should go back to the beginning. And everyone was like, no, just start with two. Because it like the beginning of two makes it so you don't even have to play one at all. So you can just start with two. And I was like, it was okay. I was, I'm a huge Knights of the Old Republic fan. Just the first one. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic yeah. 2. Meh. But the first one, friggin' amazing. I spent so much time on that first one. To the point where uh i even have i still i like i'm looking at my copy right now um that i still have my original knights of the old republic copy in case i ever want to throw it in the series x and play it um it's an option for me i just i'm just saying uh yeah which is crazy that they're going back three generations and still having backwards compatibility yeah it's 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 select games for me oh yeah but that is definitely one of the select games, and it is still fantastic. That's how I played Gears of War 3 online, which was a trip in 2023. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I never really got into um, Mass Effect either. I, I think by that point, I was kind of done with my with with my love of like my 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 short love affair with the big uh sprawling kind of rpg like that yes like that phase of my gaming was was kind of done so it just it didn't really it didn't really appeal to me because i wasn't looking for games like that anymore and by the time i circled back to them um it just like I had so many others that I wanted to do instead, so I just kind of missed it. Yeah, there's always going to be a, a, another kind of game I'd probably rather play. Yeah, than something like that. It's the same issue I had with like Days Gone, where it's just you know, and Days Gone was you know kind of modern day biker, blah blah blah, but it it's apparently just like the first 40% of the game is nothing but fucking fetch quests. And it's like, cool, I'm not going to do that for 10 hours to get to something that might be more interesting. No, got no interest in doing that at all. Um, yeah, I, I have absolutely no desire to spend all my time doing that crap. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm with you on that one. Can I can I give you a video game one that might um, blow your mind and break your heart? Oh God, fine. Because I've never I've never told you this. I don't think. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't think you know this about me. Um, I have only played in grand total. I have probably in my life only played about 40 minutes of Zelda games. And that's it. Huh? Yeah. And most of that time was the original legend of Zelda for NES that I just did not enjoy. I liked the music. I liked the music and that was it. I, I feel like if I'd started with like the OG Zelda, it very much would have been like, Hey, well, not interested in this. Because the game's so, so hard. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, it, it wasn't made for fucking five-year-olds. No, the game is incredibly difficult. Yeah. I don't understand it. Uh, I didn't at the time. I was a stupid kid. I didn't understand it. And uh, so, yeah, I did not really enjoy it. Uh, I liked the music. I like walking around with the music because that, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it was not a really super fun game and it kind of turned me off to all the rest of them like there's a ton of them that i've just never played and uh, but yeah i think in total the entire legend of zelda series i have probably put in less than 45 minutes Eh, that's fine um the one that always seems to get people is, you know, I'm I'm this big, not, not even really like big movie buff, but like I, I like movies. I watch movies. When I tell people I've never seen Blade Runner, they lose their fucking minds. That is surprising. Um. And I, I I feel like I can hear one of our former co-hosts, like the episode where we talk about things that weren't for us. And I said, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And he his response to that was, I just want to start telling you all the reasons why it's so good. And in the back of my mind, I was like, well, that's part of the problem. Yeah. Like you can, uh, but you're like, wasting your time. Yeah. Like I, I can hear him being like, you've never seen Blade Runner. And I just, I don't fucking care. Like there's, yeah, I know what my wheelhouse is for movies. Like I absolutely positively know what my wheelhouse is. My wheelhouse is mostly horror with a bit of comedy in there and the occasional action movie. But like, you know, and at this point it's also daunting because which of the like seven different versions of Blade Runner do I fucking watch? Yeah. Is it the director's cut? The ultimate director's cut? The studio cut? The producer's cut? The producer's ultra double collector's, uh, you know, circumcised cut? Like, I don't fucking know, so I just don't fucking care. That's... Like... Yeah. Uh, there was a half-price books here in town that had... They were doing a 20% off everything in the store sale, and I found... The only reason I got it was because, or only reason I almost got it was because it was put out by Mondo, and it was the Blade Runner twenty forty nine soundtrack on vinyl, and it was okay. fifteen. I was like, well, twenty percent off. I can walk out of here with this for like thirteen bucks. But then I was like, I don't want to buy the soundtrack to a movie I've never fucking seen. Yeah, that's true. So. I put that shit down and went home empty-handed. That's probably okay, though. Um, Yeah, it was. It was very much okay. Because I used to be real bad about buying Blu-rays or movies that I hadn't seen. And, like, I I still have at least least a couple on my shelf that, that I bought, and I'm like... Oh, I hear really good things about that. And then I just never watch it. 
And so I've tried to condition myself to be much better about that so I don't waste the time, shelf space, energy, and money on buying something that I haven't watched first or at least like I know that I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Uh, not just like, oh, I believe that will be good. So I'll just go ahead and buy it in the hopes that one day I'll just be in the mood to watch it. Well, yeah. And I've really broken away from that outside of, you know, my big, um, what used to be Blu-ray January that has now just kind of turned into media January. Yeah. Um, but like outside of that, like I, in, in the year of 2023, I've bought maybe five movies this entire year so far. That's that's a pretty good small amount. Yeah, like out outside of January. Sorry, like and not including the the media purchases and everything at the beginning of the year. But yeah, I think it's like five movies maybe like i know and one of them was like a six dollar dvd that was recommended on some like you know 10 obscure horror movies you actually yeah. haven't seen which is like because you know everyone has that like oh here are 10 movies you've never heard of that you should definitely watch and it's like behind the mask the rise of leslie vernon ginger snaps yep. eight seven six nine seven six evil yeah like you know, it's this list of like if if you're a horror fan who watches more than just like everything that comes out in theaters, so it's this list of shit that you've known about for a decade. And uh but that's a completely different rant. Yeah, no, that so. like literally that happened to me today because I was uh perusing the YouTubes and one of them was uh 10 obscure slashers that you need to watch and i was like all right that's in my wheelhouse like that's i love slasher movies you know that so i'm like let's watch mm -hmm. it and like every single one of them was one that i've either recommended to somebody else or recommended that they don't watch and yeah so i was like literally there was not a single one of them on there that i hadn't heard of and seen multiple times and i was just like yeah <sighs> yeah that was like my big thing was um there was one of those lists like the oh 10 things you or like 10 horror movies you've never heard of or never seen and every single one of them i own on blu-ray yeah so pretty sure i've heard of them yeah, or I think like maybe there was there were one or two I'd seen but didn't own. But like yeah, just a huge pain in the ass to yeah. try and dig through stuff like that. But going back to like Blade Runner, like at this point I just don't fucking care. Yeah. It's the greatest sci-fi movie ever made. Fucking fantastic. Cool. That doesn't mean I have to care about it. Yeah, and like, you know, that's that's the thing is like, you know, sometimes you can uh, be turned off from watching a movie based on other people's hype for it, or oh god, yeah, like their expectation that how come you how can you have not seen that? And I mean, don't get me wrong. Anytime anybody says that they haven't seen one of my oh well, we had this. I had literally had this conversation at work today. Um, 
we were in a meeting and we were making references to uh, Kingpin. And uh, yeah, I know. Uh, because uh, we, we, we were in a meeting and uh, we were trying to think of this guy's name. And one of the guys uh, was like, is it Munson? And uh, my boss was like, you just got Munsoned. And he was like, was that Kingpin? And like, we all started laughing. We were like, yeah, yeah, it was Kingpin. The movie's so good. And there was one person that was like, I don't know that I've even ever heard of that movie. And we were like, oh, it's like, you know, one of the best, one of the best, like top two bowling movies of all time. It's debatable, like depending on who you talk to, either their favorite bowling movie is that or Big Lebowski. Uh, it's like literally back and forth. Uh, depending on it, one, whoever you're talking to, it's going to be that one of them is going to be number one. The other one's going to be number two, just whatever order. And, um, so they're like, yeah, like I have no idea. And then like later on in that meeting, I made a Highlander reference. Uh, and they were like, yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about either. And I was like, we're going to need to start making a list of movies that you haven't seen so that you can watch them. Uh, and and get caught up because um there are some times where like i just speak in references and you're gonna need to keep up like that's just how it goes so uh yeah so i like and i know that that can be a uh that can be something that like pushes people away if you're you know like obnoxious about it or or when someone like like you said like when when you tell somebody i've never seen this movie and they're like oh excuse me how could you have yeah. never have seen this movie like you uncultured piece of shit like why don't you just go kill yourself because you've never seen you know bridges of madison county and you're like what well, i don't even know what the hell you're talking about like i don't i don't understand why we're having this conversation like um you know so uh and it's because it's always movies like that where it's like you know not a like classic um it's always like some like moderately successful 1990s movie that they're like i just can't believe i don't even know if i can look at you anymore because you've never seen that movie and you're like i mean okay um people get real uppity yeah. about their like obscure well, movies yeah and like the the whole other part of it is like you know the the diehards who will try and like get you to watch something out of your wheelhouse uh like yeah one of my good friends uh will like talk about these like you know super dramatic like you know what's sure to be a best picture nominee and he's like yeah you should check it out and it's like i'm i'm not gonna do that no uh like they're like like the people that get super offended that you've never seen 2004's fever pitch with uh jimmy fallon <laughs> you're like i i don't even know like one fuck the Boston Red Sox Two, fuck Jimmy Fallon. Like, I don't even know how I should respond to that. Like you've never seen one of the 38 movies starring Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Oh, There's like eight God. of them. I know there's a ton. 
and I'm like, All right, let's yeah, get, let's get let's get back on let's get back on topic before I get before I get like really pissed off. Yeah, don't get nauseous. Don't get nauseous on me. Um, <laughs> um, uh, I don't even remember where we were going. I don't know something about people being pushy. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, more, 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 more nerd confessions. Uh, let's see. Do I have any more that I want to admit to right now? Um, uh, let's see. What are some other really popular shows that I've, I've never f- start to finish seen an episode of Friends, but I don't think that's really. Um, mm. I've never. I'll tell you one that I've a music related one. I've never start to finish heard a Lady Gaga song. Does that count? Never Ooh, in my life. I, I would never. include that. I I've, include I've heard that. like you know thirty seconds at a time, or like half of it. Like uh, like if, if there's one on the radio that I hear from like the halfway point. Like I've heard her music before, but like I've never like from zero 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 to the end of the song like i've never heard one all mm-hmm. the way through like in one sitting all the way through never heard one of her songs all the way through just haven't done it so i've got my um i've got my 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 music confession okay and it's uh, you know i'm a new metal guy that's true. Like I'm a big new metal guy. And my whole thing about that is I don't give a fuck about corn or slipknot. No. Like, you know, call them what you want. Call them like, you know, two, two of the bands on the Mount Rushmore along with, I guess, system of a down limp biscuit or Lincoln park and limp biscuit. Uh, but like, I don't fucking care. Slipknot put out one decent album when I was fifteen. Their self-titled album is super okay. Corn got me into the genre with the Freak on a Leash video, but like, like I've never listened to a Corn album front to back. Mm-hmm. Never, I, never in my life listened to an entire Corn album. I tried really hard when, um, when that album came out in the nine it was like late 90s yeah. that i like really yeah, tried. Leader was 98 yeah like i really tried to like get into that but i just i couldn't i couldn't do it <sighs> i couldn't do it but that was that was like that was at the dawn of the boy band era so nothing else even had a shot in my musical <laughs> catalog <laughs> Um, like nothing else was even going to stand a chance once uh the MTV original movie Together came out. Like that was it for me. Um, and a little known fact: there was an, an entire there was one month of sales where they outsold In Sync. Take that with you. Take that nugget with you. That's so good. I can tell you that it was May of two thousand. That they're is that out. just something you know, or do you just yeah. have that like randomly fucking pulled up on your screen? No, like I I I know that because I am a huge Together fan. Uh, every quarter, I tech uh, I tweet MTV and I ask them how much it would cost to just buy 
the the catalog and all of the rights to everything involving together, and they have not once responded to me. Oh, they don't have uh, oh, shit. What's the name of the Rub One Out song? Uh, whoa. It's not on the album that's on Spotify. Yeah, that that one is. It, it, that one's actually, uh, I believe that's track number one on the CD. Uh, they also have a karaoke version uh, on that album as well. Uh, but yeah, the band is called Woe. And um, uh, yeah, they made a movie. Oh, I thought that was Together. No, like uh, like it's uh, th- that that was the rival boy band uh, called Woe. And the plot of God, I can't believe we're doing this. The plot of the movie, no, let's do this, is, baby. Is the uh, the the guy that like formed them, like the brains behind mm-hmm. them all? Uh, the 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 studio fires him, and uh, so he forms his a rival boy band, which is together uh, to take down Woe. And um, spoilers: the whole movie's on YouTube. Um, at the end of it. Uh, because it turns out that Woe is um, lip syncing everything. Um, they're they're giving it the old Milli Vanilli treatment. Like they're not even really singing. So at this big mall uh, concert, they mess with the audio and like speed it way up. And so it shows everybody that they're lip syncing and then together gets on the stage and they actually sing and then they become like the it boy band. And then that turns into two seasons of a TV show um that if you knew how much time and energy i have spent trying to track down episodes of that tv show um gosh you would you would feel really sorry for me uh but there's like there's eight or nine of them that are on youtube but the quality is so dog shit it's like somebody recording their tv playing it Ooh. can't do that can't do that i have i have standards and uh so um the only thing i have i have like six or seven episodes uh that at one point i had on vhs that i then converted to dvd yeah my life is fucking weird man i'm sorry um my life is (laughs) so fucking stupid um so those are like the only ones that I can find because uh, nobody else has any of the other ones uh, and MTV won't do anything with them. So every quarter I tweet at MTV and I say it's my quarterly ask. Hey, and I, I say yo at MTV because I try and, you know, yo MTV raps. I try and make that reference thinking that at one point they're going to respond to me. And I say it's time for me again to ask you how much would you sell me the catalog of like all the songs and all that? And then like, give me like the, the, the rights, like the TV, like what would it cost me to, to to just buy everything? And I've asked them like 20 times and they haven't, they haven't responded yet. One day they're going to one day. And then I will own the entire catalog and it'll be so great. Be and the, I'm gonna be so happy for you that oh day. My God, like you know how you know when people say if I win the lottery, I'm not gonna tell anybody, but there's gonna be signs. Mm-hmm. That's one of my signs. Is that like if I ever tell you that I now own the the together catalog, that's gonna be your your 
sign that I won the lottery and because that's what I'm going to waste my money on is I'm going to buy the back catalog of a fictitious boy band from the year 2000. <laughs> because I'm a dumbass. So, um, yeah, the guy, uh, the guy that plays, here's some more for you. The guy that plays the, uh, in the movie who plays like the, the, the producer that like gets them all together He's actually yeah. one of the guys in Friday the 13th Part 6 that's in the triple beheading. How you know that yeah. is beyond me. Mm-hmm. I recognized him. Why you know that yeah. is beyond me. Like the first time I watched it after I was like super into together like that I was like that's the guy. Like literally I was like that's Bob Buss from Together. And like that's his character name, uh, not the actor. I don't I don't know the actor's name, but I'm like that's Bob Buss. Like I I don't believe it. And so I looked it up, and I'm like, yeah, it's the same guy. Uh, so you know, I got problems, man. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that I'm not well <laughs> in the brain. That's basically the, the like there. This episode is just like the red flags of my mental well being is basically the journey that we're on in this one. That's just where we are. No, I'm here for it. You know, I'm absolutely here for it. You got any more uh, sweet, sweet confessions? Uh, let's see. Um, I know that I'm, I'm sure that there's something about Grand Theft Auto. Uh, like, I played five minutes of Grand Theft Auto 4, never played any of Grand Theft Auto 5, uh, never finished Part 3. Part 1 was my favorite, but... Um... Uh, yeah, I can't even pretend to... I, I, I fucking loved GTA 5. I just, I never... Like, I, here's the other thing, is like, I bought it, I have it, and I just I I never installed it to play it, and like I wanted to play it, and I kind of want to, but I just I get I get severe anxiety playing a game that it doesn't tell you what to do next. Okay, and like they're just I have that that like my big issue is uh like where there's too much freedom. I get so crippled with anxiety that I don't know what to do next that I just don't do anything like it's the same problem I had with Red Dead Redemption. I played I played Red Dead Redemption until I got so pissed off at it because I thought the game was just about over and th- you're going to laugh incredibly hard at me when I'm about to say this. And I don't care. Um because this is where we're at. Um so I got to the point in Red Dead Redemption and like I like I feel like the story is is coming to an end and I have like the big showdown with the guy and I'm like all right I feel like the game is over and now it's going to be like side quests and all that stuff and they say congratulations like this part's done but the rest of your story goes and unfolds in Mexico Mhm which is like 
if you really look at the story, that's like one fifth of the way through the game. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's like at the one third point. Yeah, and I was like, "What?" Because I was like pretty much mentally done with the game at that point. And then they were like, "Oh yeah, by the way, there's still like nine hours of game of like main story gameplay to go, and then you can just do whatever after that." And I was just like, "No." I can't do that. I can't do that. So I stopped playing after that, the big boss fight where then you, you, then they tell you, all right, the chapter two is Mexico. And I was like, not for me. It's not. (laughs) And I just, I, I, I ejected it, put it back in the case, put it on the wall, never played it again. Never played red dead redemption Two. never did any of that. I was, I was out at that point because it was just so much anxiety for, there was so much to do that it felt like I didn't even know where to start. And so I just didn't want to start because I was like, I just, I can't, I can't do it. Couldn't do it. So yeah, never played Red Dead Redemption 2, played a third of Red Dead Redemption. Um, Never played Grand Theft Auto 5, even though I bought it to try and overcome that anxiety. And I was like, this is going to go well. And I, I asked, I remember asking like two or three, four people before I bought it. I was like, do you think this is a good idea? And everybody was like, absolutely not. And I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. And they were right. Because there it sits on the, uh, on the, the game tower. I'm looking at it right now. It's just taunting me. It's just sitting there. And I'm, I'm not playing it. Haven't played it. I enjoyed GTA five. Um, but you know, and I picked it up on PS four and like, cause I played the hell out of it on uh three sixty. I think I played yeah. through it twice, but then like I got about halfway through on PS four and I was like, I think I might be done here. There's a lot to do. Um, I even, I even bought, here's, here's why I'm so stupid. Can we just have an episode that's like, I, 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 I basically <laughs> just tell you all the dumb shit things I've done and we try and figure out what's wrong with me. Uh, I think that's just therapy. Yeah, I, I guess so. I'll pay you the $25 copay and we'll just sit here and I'll just talk about all my dumb shit. And you can just be like, yeah, you, you're an idiot. I even bought, uh, like I was going through the phase where I I, I bought a PS2 and okay. I bought like a bunch of games to go with it. And I've been, I've been off and on. I've been playing it. Uh, there's still a couple of games I want to get, but uh, I, I even bought, cause I was like, I'm going to go back through and do this because I have great memories of grand theft auto three and I bought it and it's still just sitting in the pile from when I brought it home and set it down. Yeah, that's the downside about like nostalgia collecting is you pick up so much shit that some of it's just like, oh, I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Uh, the big one for me was like Billy Hatcher on GameCube. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm so stoked to check this out. I found it. I got it at a great price. I know it was trending for about like triple what I paid for it. And then I didn't touch it for like probably close to a year and a half. Yeah. But see, I, I do that and I need, I like, I, I've been better about 
where I've instituted the rule where um, if I want to buy something, I have to wait a month. And then if I still want it, then I'll buy it. But if I've moved on to something else, then I'm not going to get it. Um, because literally, like, the last thing that I did with that was uh, the the turntable. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to start getting all these albums, and it'll be, like, it'll be nice to, you know, have them in, like, a, a nice collection, and it'll look nice and all that. And literally, I bought, uh, I, I had a Record Store Day Ghostbusters album already. Uh, gosh, uh, I'm going to get so many tech. Like, this, this is your, if you've, if you've gutted this out for an hour, uh, you, you, you feel free to message me about how disappointed you are in me about this. Um, I, I bought a Brooks and Dunn cover album. I had you get the Macho Man album, the the record store uh-huh. day one, because you found it, and I couldn't get it here. And that's it. That's all I have for final. So I bought the. I even paid the. I, I paid the extra ten dollars on the turntable for the one that it will record it on an MP3 onto your memory card. And oh wow! Yeah, you went like all out and i mean like to be fair the thing was like 50 bucks it wasn't it's not like a really really high-end turntable but still like i was like oh yeah like i want that for that so that i can you know do this and it'll be great and so that's what my dumbass did and um here we are that it's sitting in the corner and it was played like four times uh the macho man album still wrapped and here we are so my my new rule is i have to if there's something like that that i want um i have to wait a certain amount of time and and mostly that time depends on the price usually it's a month but I'm like, if I still really want it at the end of a month, then I know it's something that I'm going to use. And if I, I've already moved on to something else, then I'm not going to waste the money on it because I've already moved on. So I wouldn't even be using it anyway. So that's kind of my my self-imposed um like fencing that I've put up on myself when it comes to purchases like that. Yeah. I have done that. No joke. Like two or three times with an Xbox series console. Um, and no offense. If you're an Xbox person, I know you like your Xbox. I do. I love my Xbox, but like, I just, you know, I've got the PS five and it is just, you know, I don't have the time to play games like I used to. So same big same on that one. So dropping a few hundred dollars on like another console because I was like, well, I could get the Xbox and then like I could get the 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 discless one and just have Game Pass and you know it would be worth it. And it's like that's me talking about spending like four hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. 
for a year of Game Pass and then uh, the three hundred dollar console. Like it, that's a hard pass for me. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, and and here's. Uh, I know we've talked about it, but I'll make you laugh before before we're done. Uh, like the reason that I bought the Xbox, there was two reasons why I bought the Xbox. Number one. I ordered it directly because Microsoft had them in stock. Uh And so like I, and since then I have, I've entered like three different lotteries to be drawn to buy a PS five. And I've been picked in each one of them. So I could have gotten a PS five had I just waited, but I just didn't. Um, But the reason that I, I picked the Xbox is uh, like, I told everybody it's like, Oh, well in the 360 era, and the PS3, like I, I started with the Xbox, and then with the next generation, I went to the PlayStation first. Like I kind of switch back and forth with each generation, which is true. But also, the real reason that I bought the Xbox instead of the PS5 is because everybody else was buying PS5s, and I wanted to play online by myself. Yeah. And I didn't want people to be like, oh, well, you're online. Let me just let me invite you to a game. I wanted to have that excuse of, oh, man, sorry, guys, I'm on Xbox and you guys are on PS5. Now every damn game has cross play. (laughs) So it took that excuse away from me. So these sons of bitches uh, don't let me just play in peace. Um, But um, but yeah, so. Uh, that was my big excuse as I was like, yeah, um, I'm going to get that so that I can't play against people that I know because they'll have a PS five and it won't be compatible. And then this is the generation where they've perfected cross play. So they're like, yeah, that's what's happening. And I'm just like, damn it, damn it. So that plan failed. jokes on me um and uh so i think that about does it for us yes sir uh don't forget as always uh check out our youtube page youtube.com slash at tn2m shows congratulations by the way for being part of the 1k club Yay! Uh, I have an applause thing here. Hold on a second. Uh, we have uh, a, at least one video from you, from me, and from uh, Jason from Superhero Deep Dive. Have uh, all each gone well over a thousand views each. So congratulations to you on that uh, for being a part. Thank of- you. Thank you of uh, team 1k we're going to get we're going to get shirts um that uh show that our stuff is the highest rated on the uh the channel so um uh help us uh be part of the uh 2k 3k 5k and all that more and more club uh by checking out all of our videos and uh subscribing we've got a brand new episode of uh, a brand new sit down stand up coming on Friday. So uh, if you're listening to this before Friday, 
then subscribe now so that um, uh, you won't miss it. If it's after Friday, then go check it out because it's up now. I had somebody um, uh, tell me, because new new episodes of Who Wrote That Shopping List go up on Mondays. Mm -hmm. And uh, episode 17 just went up. And I had somebody message me and they were like, they watched it and like they they privately sent me their guess about who wrote it and like the 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 main premise of the the show is i find shopping lists that people have abandoned in stores and then i go through them and i make like egregious and wild accusations and guesses about who i think wrote it and who i think wrote that list and i had somebody uh they i'll tell you who it was afterwards because it's real funny um where they they wrote me like with their guess about who they thought it was and then at the end they were like that was the first one that i've watched that was much more entertaining than i thought it would be and i was like i will take that compliment i, I will not be insulted by that i know they didn't mean it as an insult um uh so it was it was funny it was funny um they were also the person that told me that, and the quote is, I have a face that works for video. So, um, I know. Can my ego take much more of the compliments? No, is the answer. So, make sure to subscribe, <laughs> like the videos, uh, turn on the notifications so you never miss an episode. We've got more stuff coming later this year and next year. We've got some specials that you are not going to want to miss. Uh, they are going to be fan fantastic so make sure to check that out that's all i got tanfastic tanfastic so we won't be here next week no and if you don't like it uh you know what hi everybody damian leone writer director of terrifier chris and chris said go fuck yourself that's so good i'm not gonna get sick of that <laughs> me neither um, we're gonna be playing until terrifier 3 comes out yeah, teaser trailer dropped, by the way. Yeah. Um, so we won't be back next week. We'll be back, we'll be back with you all in a couple of weeks, and it'll be a good time. And, yeah, so enjoy your Thanksgivings, whatever you're going to be doing. And we'll be back with you in a couple of weeks. And until then, as always, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. See you all in two weeks. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for being our friends. Do they can't they just make a speaker of the house? I want to try and fist fight people in Congress with benefits. <laughs>